Hello and welcome to the Congleton Town Football Club podcast. It's now nine games unbeaten for the Bears in all competitions and this weekend they're preparing for a top-of-the-table clash as they host league leaders Studley at the Cleric Stadium on Saturday. Congleton's latest win was a 6-0 victory against Bewdley Town and we'll hear all about that with our latest fan away day and also from one of the Congleton goal scorers, George Sankey, who is this week's guest. But first, let's get the reaction from Congleton player manager Richard Duffy after the win at Bewdley. Yeah, real um, professional performance, really. Um, obviously, went down there, bottom of the league. You know, we they've been struggling and, and conceded a lot of goals. And sometimes the pressure turns then. Probably the form team in the league going there. And that can add a little bit of pressure then. But we scored early and I felt once we scored, I think it was after three, four minutes, the game was done because... I didn't feel they put us under any sort of pressure or any sort of threat in the game. And we sort of dominated the full game and, you know, deserved the amount of goals we scored. Six goals and a clean sheet. Was that a complete performance? Yeah, it's nice to get a clean sheet. It's not the be-all and end-all, but we've given away some sloppy goals this season. So, yeah, to give Dave um, a clean sheet, you know, I don't think he had a save to make. So, he'll be happy with that. But, listen, if if we win 2-1 every week, then, then no one's going to complain, you know. So... Some really good goals, some really good performances, subs coming on and making an impact again, and that's all you can ask for. And you yourself played 90 minutes, which I think is the first time you've played 90 minutes since, I think it was April, the back end of last season. How are you feeling on Sunday morning? Not too clever, if I'm honest. <laughs> um, no, it was a bit stiff. But as I say, it was probably the ideal game to, to have to go back in. Obviously, Marco was out ill at calls Saturday morning. And then obviously it's a bit late then to try and try and drag people in. So yeah, I, I stepped in, and as I said, it, it couldn't have been a better game for me with them struggling away, and you know with with the dominant form we we're in. It was a good game, yeah. It's one of those games as well where confidence within the the team, the squad, must be sky high at the moment. Is that something that you can try and tap into as a manager? Yeah, I try and give them as much freedom and as much enjoyment as as they can. You know, it's it's a game of there's going to be mistakes made in a game. You, you only got to watch the, the best in the world and on the Premier League on the weekend and it was mistake after mistake. So at our level to, to expect players not to do anything silly or give balls away or make mistakes, it's just not going to happen. So try and drill that into them and don't let the mistakes get you down, really. You know, the, the more things you do well, obviously the confidence builds and it's it's more of a freedom thing then of, of going through your stuff, you know, under a, a little bit of structure as well. Six goals for the second successive game and now unbeaten in nine. These past few weeks, have we seen, do you think, Congleton play some of the best football they have during your time, particularly from a kind of attacking point of view? Possibly, yeah. I mean, there's different ways to win games. There's different ways to play football. It's, it's, it's not just a certain way, you know. We're going to have to mix it up a lot this season, home and away against different teams who, who come to set up different ways. So the previous games... The way we've attacked them and whatever has been, you know, it's been a pleasure to watch. But yeah, I mean, we played some good stuff, but we we played some good stuff over the over the la- over the last season as well to win some big games. So hopefully that that big game experience will will hold uh, us in good stead as the season goes on. And it's also a big game this weekend. It's league leaders Studley on Saturday. And I guess as a manager, and and I know that kind of every manager is always going to say that every game is significant. But is the kind of extra significance with this game because it is a top of the table clash or is it kind of too early in the season for kind of saying anything quite like that yet? Well, it's not getting away from it. It's top of the league 
clash, you know. So it's, you know, whatever anyone says, whether it's second game, 10th game, 30th game, it's, it's top of the league clash. So it's a big game. Let's let's not get away from that. You know, they'll be thinking the same. They've got a little advantage on us at the minute with a game in hand. Uh, they've started the season really well. Really, really good team. Really well drilled. Adam watched, watched them myself earlier in the season. You know, we know what we'll be up against. Really energetic team. And yeah, that you know, it'll be a good test for us. And there was over 400 spectators were at the last home game at Congleton. Um, so how impressed have you been with the support again this season? And and it just seems to keep on growing. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, Saturday we went down to Boodley, which is a good two-hour drive from Congleton. And the amount of fans we took down there was uh, was crazy, you know. We, probably what we would have got home games a couple of years ago. So the support, away support's been fantastic. And, and the home sport just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And and hopefully the, the weather stays nice on Saturday and uh, we can build on on the 400-plus we had there last, last Saturday. And that's the thing, because it's also the international break as well. So you must be hoping as well that you can get even more support there during the Bears this Saturday. We hope so. I mean, you know, everyone will... We'll find a game to, to go to, I would imagine. You know, the big the big teams are not playing. And hopefully they can see us doing well in the leagues, our league position, and, and come and have a watch and see what we're all about. Because, you know, we, we're there to to win games, obviously, and to entertain. But, you know, the more we win games, the more fans you'll get through the gate. That's That goes without saying. You know, fans want to want to see you winning, want to see a winning team, and sort of be part of a, a journey that's um, hopefully a successful one. Talking about a journey... What was the bus journey like on the way back from Budley? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I'd just like to say thanks to the club, really, as well, for, for obviously putting on the on the bus. It's a lot of money to fork out. Tried to get the minibus down there. Couldn't get that. Couldn't get the minibus this weekend. And, you know, he was talking about driving down there. But, you know, thankfully, the, you know, the chairman said, you know, listen, let's get the bus down and let's do it properly. And, and hopefully, obviously, we re- repaid that with, with a good result, you know. So, so thank you for, to the club for that. And yeah, it was a good crack on the way back, you know, is a bit of singing, a bit of dancing, a couple of beers here and there. And um, yeah, that's that's the atmosphere you want, you know. And uh, if the chairman's listening, we'll have a couple more coaches. Well, good luck for Saturday and hopefully we'll be speaking after with the Bears top of the league. Cheers, Adam. Next, we're joined by George Sankey, who first came down to Congleton to attend an open trial ahead of the start of last season. After impressing, he signed for the Bears and has now played more than 70 games for Congleton. Welcome to the podcast, George. Thanks very much for having me on. So, George, it's incredible to think that this is only your second season in senior football. Have you always been into football? Yeah, I started playing football when I was about six years old. Never stopped since. Playing, watching, completely obsessed with it, really. It's basically what my whole life revolves around, to be honest. And what were kind of some of your first memories of playing football, watching football? Started out at Macclesfield just playing locally. Back then, I just really wanted to play football. Watching it, my dad's a Chelsea fan, always been a Chelsea fan, so I've taken over that. Me and my brother like to, well, before now, before this season, provide to play on Saturdays. We'd always be trying to get to as many games as possible. So, yeah, just really obsessed with it. Football mad, really, yeah. So in terms of your own kind of footballing journey and career, how did it first start and how has it developed? I started at Maxfield Juniors when I was about six years old. Played there for, yeah, just a couple of seasons when I was very young. Then I got picked up by Stoke City because I had a few academies asking me to try and come in. But I ended up going to Stoke City. I stayed there for three or four years, but ended up leaving because I really didn't enjoy it that much. I feel like back then I wasn't as much into it as I needed to be to be to make it a full commitment 
I never really enjoyed going to training or much about that. It was all a bit too much for me at that age, I feel like. So I ended up leaving there and playing Sunday League for Wilmslow Sports for a few years. I've really enjoyed that, being playing with my mates, really, just um, having a lot of fun. It felt more competitive and I enjoyed it. It was, um, yeah, winning leagues, winning trophies. Uh, I enjoyed that a lot. And then our manager converted us, managed to get us into a slot as the under-18s team at Withenshire Amateurs. We're now playing in the Northwest Counties Prem Division that we were in last season. So he got us into that and we had a really good season winning the league. I, think I scored quite a lot of goals that season as well. I was playing up front, which I'm guessing some of these probably couldn't believe because I don't score many goals <laughs> this season anyway. I think our manager saw that as a way to try and get us into the first team there because he's very optimistic for us. I was hoping to try and push into men's football and then the Congleton trial came up, ended up getting into the reserves, played a few games there, got a bit of experience playing with men, which is a lot different to playing people your own age, the toughness of it, the speed of it. And then I got my chance to play for the first team after a few injuries, a bit of luck sprang my way, got in and uh, been in there ever since. Yeah, it's a fantastic journey. And now you're kind of a first team regular and established part of the Congleton Town first team. And we'll come on to that and your, how that trial happened and then into the first team. But just going back to that kind of Stoke City, if, you, if you're happy talking about it, do you think that the pathway that you've gone on, obviously a little bit different to perhaps some of the other players kind of in the Congleton squad, but do you think that pathway was more suited to, to you than perhaps sticking down that kind of academy route? Yeah, definitely for me. Because, yeah, I, I'll say my most fun years of football before now I would say when I was playing Sunday League football because I just got a lot of enjoyment out of it I felt like I expressed myself with no real pressure of failing I could just really do what I wanted to be honest especially going through an academy trying to get in your football league clubs the amount of people that get through and try and get a professional contract is so slim that it's really tough to try and get through that I feel like when you're younger you need to really just enjoy it it just wasn't the place for me at that time I don't think all I really wanted to do was enjoy football and it, I simply just didn't enjoy it at all at that time really this semi-professional route getting through to your lower league teams it's a really good opportunity where you can still rise as high as people who have come from academies I feel like it's interesting that you alluded to your goal scoring stats when you were at Wilmslow because I, I actually found them. They're particularly from your under 15s and under 16s. And you scored 11 goals in six appearances for the under 15s when one of the seasons was disrupted for COVID. And then 22 goals in 16 appearances for the under 16. Have you always had that eye for goal? Some might laugh at me because uh, I've had a few insults chucked my way this season for some of the chances I've scoffed up but um yeah I would say I have yeah I've scored quite a lot of goals from when I'm playing in my previous teams my finishings I feel like very good I can slot a ball past the keeper I feel like I've never really had that shot that some people can have where they can shoot from 30 yards and it can go flying in but I feel like when I get in the right area I'm able to slot it home yeah what kind of it put this really into perspective for, for me, and to be honest, made me feel quite old when I saw that your under 16 season was the 2020 to 21 season. So, George, if, if you're happy saying, how old are you? I am 19. I just turned 19 a couple of weeks ago. And here you are now as a fully kind of established first team player at Congleton Town. Has your own rise and how quickly it's come about, has it surprised you at all? Yeah, it really did. Um... Obviously, I said when I was playing at Wibbenshaw, I was thinking about trying to get into men's football, but our manager was just 
briefly trying to get us introduced to the reserve team there and the first team, but it wasn't really happening. We didn't really have much interaction with them. But came to that trial, I think my mum just saw it and said, send an email through, get yourself in there, why not? To be honest, I wasn't completely interested at first because I just didn't think much of it because I didn't see a really quick route into football because I was like, where's this really going to take me? But yeah, I didn't know what it was going to bring. So I went down, got into reserves, expected to be playing there really. Even though I was confident in my ability to get a chance, I didn't realise how quickly that was going to come about. But it ended up coming about and it was against Berry at their place, which was a pretty mad game to come into really in front of a thousand plus fans. So yeah, I was really shocked and it came about very, very suddenly. But brilliant experience so far. So it was an open trial in the summer of 2022. Were you kind of actively looking for a club and kind of going on different trials or was it just kind of pure chance that you came across this on social media? No, yeah, I was just playing at Wibbenshaw and we were just looking at going to our next season. I think we were about to go into an under-21s league, so our manager had managed to get us a bit of a bigger step up. But yeah, no, I wasn't looking about. I was just, I think I was working a little bit and just, my mind wasn't really thinking anything about it really. And as I say, I think my mum found the advert that had posted this summit. I just emailed in and then got in there, yeah. And when you came down to that trial for the first time, how did you kind of find that first kind of trial? Well, it's obviously a bit of nerves because you think, yeah, you got one chance and you got to try and perform. And to be honest, I wasn't really having the best game. I don't think we were playing against... It was the reserve team back then and the trialists chucked in with amongst them. We played against the under-17s or the under-18s and they absolutely bopped us about, really, to be honest. We were chasing shadows almost, only a few real chances we had. But then, as I say, I wasn't having the best game for myself, to be honest, I didn't really think. And then I think I picked the ball up took it past a couple and shot from about 25 yards and that went in. So that put my confidence up a bit and I think I had a bit of better game towards the end. And this was kind of one of your first trials that you've kind of been to? No, it was not the first trial I've really been to because I played for District when I was younger, which was a pretty good experience as well. When I, The year after I'd left Stoke, we had to go to District. I got sent there. So there was loads of places. It was Macclesfield and Macclesfield District, really around that area and yeah there was so many players loads and we had to do about two or three trials to narrow a team down that was a good experience as well we ended up playing at the king power later on in that uh, leicester's ground and nearly got to international finals only a penalty shoot out away what are these kind of trials like to be part of because is it just a case of you obviously you want to be make sure that you're a team player but obviously also you want to kind of show what kind of individual quality that you can kind kind of bring you've got to try and use your head really Coaches will realise if you're being selfish and just not playing for the team. But you do also need to be a bit selfish else. You can't show exactly what you've got. It's, it's a difficult balance, but yeah, you've just got to try and show your strengths and what you can do. And obviously, however you played clearly worked. So what happened after that? I think it was Chris Rowley and Doddy, James Doddy, were there handling it all really. And they just, just pulled, pulled me afterwards and said... Yeah, get down to training. I think it was reserve. It was reserve training, though. So I was part of the reserve team from then on, really. I think, and um, yeah, I was just settled in the reserves. I plus started the season there, playing a few games. It was going okay. The results weren't going our way, but it was tough to start with. But yeah, I was just settled into the reserve team really at the start of the season, not looking like I was going to go anywhere yet until I got further. Yeah. As you say, you started with the reserves, you scored on your competitive debut for them and then you played the next three games before then making the step up to the first team. Can you recall the moment when you were told we would like, like you to be part of the first team? 
I can remember when I got called up to play a game. Yeah, I think I was at work just during the summer and um, just yeah, just doing a little bit of work. And um, I got a text from yeah Doddy, and he um, said yeah, I think Duffy says he wants you part of the team against Berry. Yeah, and I was like, well, I didn't, I had no idea, no indication that that was going to come through or that he even knew who I was then really. But that just shows how closely connected it is now, and that there is a pathway in there. But yeah, it was a pretty unreal moment. Nerves after that as well, but also excited to take on a new challenge. And you came on as a substitute. What what was that moment like? Yeah, it was pretty mad because I came as a substitute. I didn't know if I was going to get on. I was like, probably not because, yeah, they don't know me. They don't really know what I can do. So I was like, are they really going to chuck me on? I didn't really think so. And then, yeah, I think Duffy was playing that day. So it was Griff that got me on. I was like, wow, yeah, this is... Pretty spectacular moment. Came on, had a pretty big impact on the game, I feel like, actually. I had a couple of chances, probably could have scored, to be honest. And then, yeah, we nearly got a result in the end out of it, but it wanted to be that day, I guess. And you clearly made an impression because the next game you started, I think, in the, the FA Cup against Bootle. And did that kind of complete a childhood dream for you? Not only had you just merged into men's football, but the fact that you're playing kind of in the FA Cup? Yeah, it's a pretty... Mad moment, and I never thought I'd be playing in the FA Cup. Even though it's the only the early rounds, it's still a pretty mad thing to think about that you wouldn't even yeah really dream of when you're a lot younger. But yeah, that start came by. Yeah, I had no thoughts thinking about wow, I that going to be a game that I'm going to come in and start for the first team next game. So that was a big surprise. But yeah, proud moment. What was kind of those first few kind of weeks like? So I, just, I can't really remember much now. I can't really remember much about that first game that started. To be honest, I just got an indication that yeah, they obviously rate me. And that gives you a lot of confidence to feel like you can push on. Yeah, we ended up playing Bootle in the replay. And that's when I ended up scoring my first goal. And from then on, I was just thinking, yeah, but I feel like I've done enough to push myself up in there now. What was that step like from junior and youth football to then men's football? How did you kind of find that step up? Playing at my own level, my game was I like to just pick up the ball and try and run past as many people as I could. I, I like to run with the ball. I feel that's where I'm most dangerous. I feel like players are, when you're at your level, I feel like you play against a lot quicker players than I do now because they're, they're a bit more young and, yeah, athletic a little bit. But, yeah, I like to pick the ball up and run past players, really. But so when you come into men's football, yeah, the physicality really does show. And I was underdeveloped, I'd say, <laughs> uh, last season, getting knocked about a bit. I wasn't really adjusted. I couldn't hold the ball up as well, which is what we really need, what you really need to be able to do. At this level, you need to hold the ball up and give it away as little as possible. So, last thing, I feel like I struggled with that a little bit. But then I feel like I still had moments of magic where I could pick the ball up and drive at a player, which um, ultimately saw me get lots of opportunities. What do you think is the biggest kind of improvement that you think that you've had as kind of a player from when you first started at Congleton's first team to kind of now? Just minimising errors, really. Uh, yeah, after getting a lot of stick last season off teammates, it's like I made sure I got in the gym this this summer and it has really paid off, even though myself, sometimes you don't feel like you've done that much. But I think it really shows when the start of this season, I feel like I've improved on it a lot and improving on that a lot gives me more opportunities to get the ball in dangerous positions because I'm not giving it away and people are giving it me back and trusting me with the ball. But yeah, it's a massive part. You If you, if you can't keep the ball, you can't really justify getting in there but I feel like I've put all those errors now out now really I feel like I've had a really good start to the season 
your speed obviously is a real kind of asset for you a real kind of good attribute are you one of those students that kind of were always used to win the 100 meter race at school yeah you just get chucked in there don't you yeah it's a big part of my game really running in behind getting onto loose balls even though I think last season, AJ reckons he was quicker than me over any distance he reckoned. I was baffled by that, to be honest. And I still need to have a race with him because I feel like I'm absolutely clear of him. But yeah, he's a massive part of my game. It's a good asset to have, really, at any level. When you're running with the ball, what's going through through your mind? Because obviously you've got the ball to try and control. You've got defenders trying to think about where they are. Also thinking about where you, you want to go next and whether you want to try to play in, a, in one of your teammates. What's kind of going through through your mind when you are travelling at that speed and thinking, what do I do next? To us, I feel like it just kind of comes naturally because, yeah, you can't possibly comprehend what you're going to do next with the ball. You can't be calculating everything you're going to do. If I see a defender and I think wow, I've got space in behind in there that I can nick it round, left, going to my left, going to my right. Yeah, it's just very instinctive because, you, yeah, you can't really calculate. But you've also got to have your head up and not just head down and running into dead ends, really. You've got to be looking up because, yeah, people are always creeping into better positions and you can sometimes just be there to create the space and find a free teammate which can score a goal as well. One of those moments where you really showcase your speed was literally seconds after coming on in the filed game, which was on the BBC. You came on in the 89th minute and literally I think it was a throw in, a flick on. And then and I think you were kind of a, kind of away. You squared the ball to Dan, who couldn't quite get the shot away, perhaps how it would have wanted. Looking back now, do you wish that you would have perhaps taken on that that kind of shot? Yeah, it's a massive regret. I can't, I can't even watch it back myself. To be honest. I think I've watched it back once and I've shut it out of my brain, to be honest, since thinking about what could have been. But yeah, it was, I feel like it's just a lack of confidence at that point that I was playing then, to be honest. I just, a lack of confidence. And yeah, I just had, as I say, I was always looking for teammates. I kind of looked up and I just saw him out the corner of my eye. And I was thinking, if I play a good ball here, he's got a free shot. So I decided in that quick moment that it was probably the better decision. Now, we didn't end up getting a goal from it. I'd say it wasn't the best decision, but I feel like, say I'd shot and it hadn't gone in and everyone's saying, why did you pass? And I feel like you couldn't really win there unless it ended up in a goal. And there was, obviously. And then, so we'll, we'll never know. And that's a big regret, yeah. Because ultimately, you showed awareness. What was that game like to, to play in in front of the BBC cameras just a few months kind of into your senior journey? Yeah, it was pretty mad, to be honest. I, I never expected to be on the TV, especially, yeah, in my first season. I didn't really think that you got that sort of opportunity at this level yet. But yeah, I didn't start, but... I always thought that I'd come on. Yeah, that's kind of what was happening at that point. I was, I think they saw me as more of being an impact sub because of my pace and things like that. I kind of a quick impact on a game when defenders might be a bit more tired. But when I was coming on, I was just nervous. I was just like, oh, I don't really know. I can't really remember what was going through my head, but excited. And when that the ball dropped to me within seconds after I think Popey just knocked it inside, I was like, wow, I'm clean through on goal there near enough. And I was like... It, it was a mental moment, really. Just how special was the whole of last season to be a part of, with the trophies, the cup runs? Just how special what was that to be part of? Yeah, it was great. I say I got told by many teammates over the season, you might not have another season like this again, so enjoy it, because they've had probably countless 
boring seasons where not much really happens. So I kept coming into that, it kind of put my expectations to the ceiling. They were just trying to say that this doesn't happen very often, which I quickly came to realise. But yeah, being part of that team, such a like a close team, yeah. And yeah, we just got through. You couldn't really write what happened to us. It was getting through in the FA Cup, the FA Vars, being that close to Wembley. It was just, yeah, very good experience and a very good introduction to men's football for me, really. Really, really good, yeah. What was the most memorable moment for you from last season? I'd say probably my first goal, to be honest, against, yeah, Buto in the replay. I was getting in towards the start of the season. And then when I got that first goal, I was just like, yeah, wow, I'm really part of this now. And I felt, well, I was just excited, really, to kick on, see what the rest of the season became. And then I think the Vars one was probably my favourite, to be honest. I think the excitement of the feeling that you can get to Wembley it's just, yeah, you can't really, really beat that, to be honest. Because, yeah, you can play in the FA Cup, but you know, well, obviously, you're never going to win it at this level. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's good to play in the FA Cup, but the Vars was really, really interesting. And I feel like that opportunity won't come around that many times. And it was gutting, really, to lose that. Such a high after Berry, absolutely amazing to beat them on penalties. That feeling was can't be really re- be repeated. But then the defeat against Newport was an absolute, killer to be honest I feel like for a lot of the team that really knocked the wind out of us to be honest it was not nice at all but then it was a fantastic character to then come back and win two cup finals especially on penalties yeah we yeah, we like to take it to penalties last season which is yeah worked for us most times except for the Vars one but yeah to win two trophies at the end was was brilliant yeah I think one against Altrincham I didn't play in that one but just to watch it all the team were unbelievable I, I couldn't believe really well seen it was like they just clicked into a, another gear, really. I was like, I almost didn't want to come in that game because we were playing that well. I was like, no one deserved to come off, really. It was just, we were in such a great shape. And we looked almost a match for a, what are the National League side in Altrincham, which was pretty spectacular. Then the other cup final, yeah, I feel like we were much the better team in that one. Should never have gone to penalties, really. It was a unbelievable goal on it that, that they scored that sent it to penalties. I ended up coming around in that one. I don't think much happened towards the end of the game, really. But yeah, penalties, nerve-wracking. I think I bottled taking penalties all season in that shootout. And then we had Dave to step up and save us a few times, yeah. Moving on to this season, how do you reflect on this season so far? Well, it's been a great start. I don't think we could have asked for much more, really, to be honest, except for put out some silly errors that cost us some points at the start of the season. It was just a, a new team, really. We've we've changed quite a bit. We've just started taking a bit of time to settle. And now we are settled, I feel like we can go on and win this league. Saturday will be a big test because, yeah, I'm not sure what they're like or how, how we're going to fare against them. But I see, us, I see us really being up there towards the end of the season. And I think we'll go on and win the league, if I'm honest with you. You mentioned there the Studley game on Saturday, who are the league leaders. Kind of as a player, does it make much difference to you kind of knowing that a win would take you top of the table or is it just kind of any other game? I feel like every game you should really, in the league, you've got to be going 100%. You can't really think about where they are in the league. You've just got to take every game as it is because like at this level, you can turn up really anywhere and anything can happen, to be honest. There's not too much difference between the teams, I feel like, especially last season. Last season, I feel like you could literally go anywhere and, you could think, oh, we'll win these. And then out of nowhere, you're 3-0 down and you've lost the game. And you're like, well, how's that happened? But um, this season, no. We, As we say, we went to bottom of the league on Saturday. It's the same mentality, really. You can't overlook anyone. You've just got to go there, score some goals, get out, win the game. 
And one thing that this season has within the squad, within the Congleton squad now, is a real competition for places, including in the wing positions. You had a run of starting games. You were on the bench on Saturday, but you did, you did come off it on score. Are you the sort of player that this competition makes you even better, do you feel? Yeah, definitely. Competition's always good because, you know, you've got to form to your best to stay in the team. I feel like if you know, if you're relaxed and you know, oh, if I have a bad game, he's going to play me anyway, you end up getting complacent. And yeah, it's not good, really. I feel like it's brought out the best in me. To be honest, I think I've had a really good start to the season. I'm confident in how I'm playing. I hope to be playing for the rest of the season because I feel like I can give a lot to the team. And uh, scoring on Saturday, that's given me a lot of confidence again. I I can go, go on and score quite a few this season, I hope. And it was a really, really good goal, actually, because you seemed to kind of fool the, the defender into thinking you were going to shoot first time. You almost dropped your shoulder. He kind of went down to the ground. And that takes some composure to kind of do that. Do you think that's a sign of how you've perhaps grown in confidence and developed as a player? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, as I say, I feel like I've always um, been able to slot the ball home. When I get closer to the goal, I can put it past the keeper. But I feel like I've definitely learned that skill. It's just... Having that awareness of where you are and not rushing it. So, yeah, I brought the ball down. And I was just like, I knew a defender was obviously going to get back in because the touch wasn't that much far forward. So I was just like, I'll have another touch, look up, saw him come across. Yeah, just fake the shot, really. And he completely fell for it, ended up on the floor. And then, yeah, it was just keep, get your head up and look where you're going to put the ball and just put it in the corner. If you were to kind of go back to when you made the decision to leave Stokes Academy, what would you say now? to the George Sankey at that period? I would have told myself it's a good decision, to be honest, because, yeah, as I know now, it made me fall back in love with football, really, because I feel like being at Stoke, I've just completely lost interest, really, in playing until I got back into Sunday League football, yeah. So I just, I completely say that it was the right decision. And for any people that are thinking about leaving academies, it's not the end of the world to fall out of there because there's other options. What is it that you've enjoyed most about your time at Congleton Town Football Club so far? I think it's just the new experience. It's just and knowing that people are watching you and actually care about the result of the game. I feel like knowing it's competitive and knowing that yeah, you're trying to perform for people, I feel like that puts more competitiveness into it. And it's yeah, it's a really good feeling knowing you've scored a goal and that someone's that can always make someone's day. You never you never know really. So yeah, just Playing for something that really matters, I feel like that's a really good thing to play for. And final question. This is a question I ask every single player that I've interviewed on the podcast. If you could play alongside any player in world football, who would you pick and why? There's obvious answers. Messi's my favourite player and I feel like he's a lot of people's favourite player. take a lot of inspiration from him. I feel like playing with someone like him, you just, for my game, just... He has the vision of just something out of this world that if I'm making a run, he's just going to pick me out. So I feel like that would be very helpful just to get put on a plate several times a game. So, yeah, Lionel Messi. Well, thank you very much, George, for coming on the podcast and all the best for the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. The trip to Bewley Town was one of Congleton's longest away trips of the season. A 150-mile round trip to Worcestershire on the banks of the River Severn. Max Wrench was one of the Bears supporters who made the long journey 
and he's back with his latest fan away day. Good morning to another day supporting the Bears away with uh, Beardley being our fixture this afternoon. And I'm finding it quite strange actually at the minute, just with the amount of time we've got in between fixtures. I think last year, because of the amount of games that we played and the amount of teams in the league and all the, the cup runs and everything, it seemed that we were playing all the time, you know, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, and then even more at the end of the season with, you know, the fixture pile up because of that. But, you know, now that we're in a league with fewer teams in it, there's much less games to play and um yeah Saturday to Saturday just seemed like quite a big gap obviously last weekend was a really good home win against Dudley 6-2 what is becoming a pretty standard home performance for us actually at the moment which is nice to say kind of playing all right first half and then we obviously scored a couple but then second half really putting a foot down downhill and um yeah getting a few goals and that was really good what was great to see as well was the amount of people there I think there's over 400 actually uh last Saturday which is bit mad really when you look at how it's changed I think particularly since Covid I've noticed that change and I think before then we've probably averaged around 150 160-ish but I think that since Covid obviously people started coming more you know maybe when town games were on when league football wasn't for example you got more coming down and then stayed coming down because you know they enjoyed it the atmosphere coming down with your mates or having some drinks and stuff and then you know we've got a team that you can really get behind as well and I think that helped and obviously particularly last season with the success that we've had in, in the cups and everything like that I think obviously that's encouraged more and more people to come down and that's now sort of leaking into a wave as well which is nice you know more people come and watching us away previously we maybe got a car or two going down you know there's four or five of us stood behind a goal but now we're you know kind of filling up the, the bottom ends behind goals and stuff at away games which is yeah it's great you know everyone there to support a couple of chants going on and that kind of thing which is never happened before I was always kind of a bit jealous of teams that got that but now that is us which is nice but yeah it's a bit of a further journey today so we're up bit bright and early we're heading down it's about just before half 10 now so um we're gonna head down i think it's looking at about two hours so i think we're gonna go get some some food in the town apparently there's a nice river and we've got a uh, restaurant booked on the river to have some food there so yeah that should be uh nice and fingers crossed for the three points today i know obviously they're struggling a little bit in the league um down towards the bottom of the table but you got to take that with a pinch of salt i thought you know when we played Aviston the other week in a similar position and i don't think they deserve to be that position in the league I thought they were a really good side to be fair so you never know really what's going to happen with these games but you can just hope that we put in a good performance and yeah we'll see what happens later on off on our way down to Bewley now sat on a bit of traffic on the M6 I've got a grab bag of Quavers as my breakfast dad thoughts today yeah on our way down now nice having Claire and Kobe with us bit of food when we get down there Granddad Colin has set off around about, I don't know, half six this morning to beat the traffic and have a walk around Boodley. I hope there's plenty that you can do there and you can get a table next to the river. There, bottom of the league, we're near the top. 6 0 win, home happy. Just been in our day, nice meal in Boodley. Restaurant right along the, the river, nice picturesque views along there. Uh, good meals all around and now come down to the ground, just parked up. Looks a bit like a campsite at the minute, which is a little bit strange, but we'll get in there in a second. Paid to get in, looks like there's at least a bar or something. Um, so yeah, I'll update you when I can see more. Adding to that, I can see a dog agility course, which is a first for town. Never played at a ground with a dog agility course. Inside what is quite a strange ground here now at Bewdley. One side you've got the river running 
all the way down and on the other side is just lined with trees like up on a big hill with the pitch kind of sandwiched in between in terms of facilities it's a bit bare here really there's a kind of barish and then another one inside the ground um not the nicest facilities if you like but it's not too bad it's actually quite pretty the rest of it like with the the trees and the river and the backdrop and everything grass looks a little bit long on the pitch but not too bad not as bad as what we've had recently um team i think duff's is starting at the back so be interested to see how that goes if he's fit enough and cox is in for george as well so yeah uh, confident we can put in a good performance today and be winning at half time half time then and after having about 100 ladybirds land on me in the course of the first half we are tuning up i wouldn't say we've played you know incredibly well but i'd, I'd be honest i don't think beautifully much cop probably not one of the better teams that we've played first goal was actually a brilliant finish to be fair from brian the ball kind of comes onto him over his shoulder and he just hits it first time with kind of a lob volley over the keeper second one work it nicely outside dan delivers the ball into brian who shrugs off the defender uh, kind of rolls him and puts it away nice finish other than that we haven't had too many chances but neither have they they're kind of just sitting off us and sitting deep waiting for us to do something trying to hit us on the counter but I don't really think they've had any chances or anything like that. I'd like to think it should be a pretty easy second half without much stress or issue. Hopefully we can score a few more goals, improve the goal difference and, uh, yeah, confident for the second half. Game over and it's a 6-0 win for town today. Really comfortable, to be fair to us. Second half, similar to the first, they didn't really create much. We had majority of the ball dominated possession and took our chances when they came really uh, some good goals in there as well good one from pete george tom and uh, dan as well yeah so happy with that you got to beat teams like that if we want to be winning this league so yeah good claire Kobe, you enjoyed your first away day yeah it's good thanks dad your thoughts on the game <laughs> yeah we did really well uh, i think i said six nil so i'm happy with that mystic dad um yeah we should beat teams like that um, big test next week now, so let's hope we can take that into then. Back home then, time's about quarter to seven, so just about an hour and 45 to get back. Uh, not too much traffic, pretty decent run. After, yeah, well, it was a, a good positive day today, obviously 6 nil, and it's a bit weird when you don't have too much to say after a 6 nil win, just because it was kind of that simple and and easy really without you know being too disrespectful to them I thought we really comfortable throughout the game and it could have pretty easily been more I don't think they had a shot on goal they didn't really have too much to do at all today but yeah we got the job done and that's all that matters three points good for the goal difference and still second in the league now and obviously sets up really well for a big game next Saturday Dudley at home first versus second and yeah obviously it's still in the season but it feels like a massive game and a proper litmus test really to see where we are and if we are really going to be up and about it come the end of the year um so yeah that's a big one looking forward to that uh, obviously we're at home always confident that we're gonna win at home and get the job done but it should be a good one in terms of this evening um going out for a meal it's my sister's birthday this weekend so i've got a meal for that this evening and then it's my um dad's on monday as well so happy birthday to them both yeah sure i'll see a few of you for the big one next week uh hope you enjoyed and cheers for listening Thanks to Max for another brilliant fan away day and we now know who to ask for predictions. There's now a run of home games for the Bears. The game against Studley on Saturday 
is the first of four successive home games, so plenty of opportunity to come down and support the Bears at the Cleric Stadium. The reserves are away at Broadheath Central on Saturday, while the ladies' first team have a home tie in the Cup against Nantwich Town on Sunday. We hope to see you at the Cleric Stadium, and thank you for listening to the Congleton Town Football Club podcast. <laughs> <laughs>